Hello? Is this DJ? Hi. Yeah, that's what you're saying. The one and only? Uh, there's uh, quite a few more in the world, but I'm the only, uh, only one of me. Oh, you're the only one of you? Yeah. Uh, I need to speak with uh, DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing, please. That would be me. Oh, that would be you. So that's the one and only. Yes. The one and only DJ with Eco Green. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, Mr. DJ, what's going on? Oh, uh, PT, uh, about to put gas in my truck. I'm getting a stick of gum and um, heading to court. Heading to court? Yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit. Hopefully you've learned your lesson. Yeah, I know. Hopefully you've learned your lesson. Hey, so we've known each other for a bit. And uh, but I think it'd be funny to uh, hear your story of when you remember pulling up to get a job detailing. That would have been what 2006. Yeah, because I graduated high school in 2007. 2007. So you were already working at a car wash and detail shop and. I had a car wash and detail shop called Zuds, and you pulled up, and you wanted a, a job as a detailer. Uh, yes, correct. And that was a quite a fun experience for a couple of years. And later you started Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Tell us about Eco Green. One second, Marshall, one second. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was definitely a good experience. I remember pulling up, and... Uh, you're polishing the uh, back of a um, Mustang. Uh, and uh, you hired me on the spot. It was weird. You just looked at me and you were like, man, you know, this guy knows what he's doing. Anyways. No, I think it, I think it was like, man, I, I just fired my other detailer. I was strapped. I needed help. And you just happened to pull up. I think it was your lucky day. Hey, you know... Everything happens for a reason, Marshall. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. But, uh, no, so you want to know about EcoGreen? Yeah, yeah. Eco so is so the, later, uh, you started, later you started a company, uh, and it's a very different company compared to a lot of other traditional detailing companies. That's very true. What is it that makes it so unique? Uh, what makes it so unique is our... Um, environmental approach to detailing. You know, we, we, we use uh, plant-based cleaners for a majority of our cleaning in regards to interior, exterior, you know, windows, leather conditioning, wheels, tires. I mean, all our products that conventional. So there's products. there's a lot of farms here in Oklahoma. So you actually go out to the farms and you, like, get plants and you make cleaners out of them? Uh, no, no, no. I, I can understand why you, why you would think that, though. Uh, yeah. That's a... No, we don't go that far. We actually have a, a company that we work pretty closely with, and uh, they do all that kind of stuff. You know, we just buy oh. from them, and they, they do all the dirty work. They do the digging, you do the cleaning. Hey, however they get the product stuff from the plant, that's on them. <laughs> all right, so you are, you call it plant-based, but the model, I think, is known as a waterless car wash. Yes. Yes, we steer clear from that 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 uh that phrase though it tends to scare some people off. 
Uh, or or another phrase is dry wash, right? Correct. Dry wash. Now, you've been doing that since when? 2008 or 9. Yeah, let's call it 2009. I think I let's call it 2009. Yeah. All right, so what has been the hardest thing for you to do as a business owner? Uh, find and retain uh, team members, good team members. It's interesting you didn't call them employees. Yeah, you know, you know, in our business or company, we like to call them employees because you know they really make up they really make up the company. So they call them employees. You know, they they would feel lesser, and everyone has an involvement with that outside of being such a small company. So we like to refer to them as I mean, you say you're small. I mean, you're one of the largest here in the great state of Oklahoma. Uh, you just mean small as in a small business. Yeah, we've got a smaller team. And, uh, I guess you can say we're one of the, the, the bigger mobile companies, you know. But, uh, yeah. So the biggest challenge has been retaining team members. What's been the biggest uh, excitement? Like, what? What gives you a quote-unquote hard-on as a oh. employer, as an entrepreneur, and it just makes you go, oh, yeah, that's it right there? Uh, that's a good question. I would think from a... I, I appreciate it. I thought it was a good question, which is why I asked. Yeah. So good. I'm glad we're on the same page. Uh, yeah, we're on, we're on the same page. Good. Um, okay. That was such a good question. I forgot what it was. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah, so I, know. I, I think it would be you know, landing some, some really big accounts that most would not be able to land. Right, like you know, Google? All, all, Google is one that we can't ever talk about. Uh, like, okay, like, let's uh, not talk about it. <laughs> yeah. What about Quick Trip? Quick Trip? Didn't you do Quick Trip? No, you know... That was a that was a deal where they uh, that was when I was my rookie move. Yeah, I learned a lot through trial and error, and they had all these people oh, okay. come out and, and do a free detail to see who they liked the most, which was a very rookie mistake on my part. And uh, and I did it, did two of them, was out there slaving for you know half a day or almost the whole day, and they decided not to slaving. Huh? I knew my yeah, I knew my quality was was great, and uh, the price was, was good with it, too. They just decided to go with the next Joe Bob that wanted to only charge 25 bucks to pay for a pack of cigarettes and Red Bull that day, so. So you felt, you felt that you were a slave, huh? Wow. Yeah, so That's pretty deep, that, you know, man. That's deep. Yeah, slavery is not over, Marshall. It's, it's just not. Oh, I mean, it's not. Racism is it's still going so strong. The, you know, man, these dealerships, man, I'm just, I'm just saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, is that the way it is, huh? We here, we here, we here. We here. Right, right. Put me the mobile detailer. Well, you went there, did you? All right, so we are talking detail, entrepreneurship, business ownership, but we are also talking life. Uh, you, you, 
made a very interesting decision how many months ago that you're now going to court yeah october and you made a decision which is really badass uh to be a uh, foster parent and now you've got to continue that process and it's been a a whirlwind adventure for you explain that why what made you decide to be a foster parent uh you know my wife and I always wanted to have, you know, more kids, but we almost felt guilty knowing how the, uh, the, the foster care system was in regards to kids out there without a home. Um, and for us to have the resources to provide a place and a loving home for these individuals, uh, we just, once we caught hold of what was really going on in the system, we kind of felt moved to do that. More so, you know, my wife's mom, and my mom are both adopted, so through adoption, you know, we, we you know, somehow came connected. Uh, you know, without adoption, maybe she wouldn't have been, you know, at the right place at the right time whenever we met. Uh, so those two in combination, we decided to pursue the, uh, the foster care process, and uh, our church held a uh, series on uh, foster care, and my pastor preached it, which he doesn't foster at all, which is kind of weird, but made some great points. <laughs> So he doesn't foster, but he led the the sermon on uh, fostering. Hey, that sounds like a good preacher right there. Yeah, good. So yeah, somehow yeah. Anyways, so we had a uh, a little event at the church in regards to the foster care. We had some people speaking on it, and we just continued to be moved. And we actually went through with the process. And one day we got a phone call. We're at our kids' school function saying they got boys popping off at our house. So. Never been the two boys, the tw- twin boys at the age of three, right? Yeah, they came over with no shoes, no socks, and scared shitless. Uh, yeah, I imagine they got taken away from their mom and dad and thrown into your life. I, I'd, I'd be pretty scared, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, uh, so anyway, I think that's bad joke. I know I probably had many of those. Um, but that no, that's that's really sweet. Um, and so today, I think you got pretty pretty big court date. We won't go into that, but um, that's pretty cool. All right, so we talk Dean Kelly, we talk life. Um, tell me the that's a cool thing that you got going on in life. But what's something else that you just you you find passion in with life? Because I think for being detailers and for having a small business. There's, it's a struggle to that whole life work balance, right? It's a, it's a tough thing to do. How do you think you're handling work life balance? What passions have you found to help you with that? And what are your thoughts on work life balance? Um, something that it's a constant work in progress. I'm not doing too well if I'm going to be really honest with you right now about work life balance, but. One thing I did find that that I've uh, I've enjoyed but haven't had much time to spend spend time on is uh, is cycling. So I actually bought a road bike some time ago, and when I'm not exhausted from work, I like to get up early in the morning and go ride, you know, 10, 20, 30 miles. Free my mind for a while, you know. Yeah, not when you ride with me though. We we only ride about five miles, and then we take breaks. <laughs> yeah, we take a break, which is weird. You know, it's fine though. Uh, you know, what happens when you ride with a fat old man? 
Yeah, he should probably get a road bike, that fat old man. Which I did hear there's a actual road bike trail on Turkey Mountain. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I take the uh, I take the mountain bike trails, not road bike trails. Well, I didn't know there was a road bike trail there. Oh, I didn't either. All right, so last question we talk about is a good pint of beer. What's been your besides Coors Light? You cannot call Coors Light yeah. beer. That is like water flavored beer. So besides Coors Light. What's your favorite beer? Uh, definitely Boulevard Wheat. Boulevard Wheat. It's a good, good beer. It's good it beer. is a good beer. It's a great beer. We went to the Boulevard uh, Brewery what a couple months ago and had a really great tour. That is, like that should be on everybody's list of uh, <laughs> of, uh, of tours to be able to go to the Boulevard Brewery. Hey, if you're ever in Colorado, you should go to the Coors Brewery. It's amazing. It's so great. You absolutely should not go to the Coors <laughs> Brewery. We uh, did that, and I don't anticipate ever going back. The best part of that tour was the end because we were done with it. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> I, I think we skipped out. Yeah, we were like, free beer. Let's just skip the rest of the tour and go to a free beer. What was so lame about that is they just give you, like, this phone thing. <laughs> and you've got to, like, walk around and tour your own self. There wasn't even a damn tour guide. No. It was horrible. And not, not, not including the wait, the wait to get in there. Oh, yeah. No, we won't go into that. Brutal. All right, cool, man. I won't keep you. I know you got to go into there. I uh, appreciate you taking the time. We uh, will call you again another time to learn more about all your detailing everything that you do and uh, get an update on everything going on with life and hopefully by then you will find a new favorite beer Boulevard is good but you got to keep branching out okay alright last last thing what's your word of wisdom for today word of wisdom today is um, always stay ready you don't ever have to get ready Always stay ready so you never have to get ready. Oh, yeah. That's a good word right there. Always stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Let's just say, for someone like myself who is, uh, you know, 9 o'clock at detail and 12 o'clock going into a business meeting and then at, you know, 3 o'clock going to your kid's softball game or something, I mean, I've got to have a change of clothes for each. So why go home every time I've got to, you know, I've got clothes for this and clothes for that and clothes for this. So I'm always ready. That way I'm always prepared for any situations life takes me that day, you know? Nice. That's just one example. I like it. One example. No, it's good stuff. Yeah, of course. Good stuff, man. All right. Of course it is. You said it. <laughs> DJ EcoGreen, how do people find you? Uh, <laughs> EcoGreenMD. M is in uh, mobile detailing. EcoGreenMD on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, yeah, that's where the business is, and uh, that's pretty much it. So, the Eco Green MD Instagram and Facebook, yeah, okay, Green MD. Cool, man. We'll see you later, bro. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, what are we on right now?
<laughs> we are on uh, Anchor, a new platform we're trying to play around with. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you don't air this one since uh, a lot of edits needed to be done. Oh, no. There's no edits at all. We're just rolling. Oh, yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> all right. I'm hanging up now. This is the end. This is Marty, Total Hot Solutions. And DJ, what do we always say? Make it a great Make day. Make it a great day. <laughs> Make it a great day. All right. We'll see you guys.